Hey everybody, welcome to a special four-part series of the Kimmy Travels podcast. It's called, are you ready? Kimmy on the road again. Hashtag Kimmy Otra. <laughs> so I'm currently on a trip around the, well, not really around the world, but anyway, I'm going to be traveling to five different countries over the next two months, and I wanted to take you along on the journey with me. So I'm actually recording on the road, so if there's any kind of like unexpected background noise, and hey, it is what it is. That's just part of the adventure. So my studio for today is the dining room table in my Airbnb. <laughs> but I have to say, there are fantastic views to a beautiful lake in a country that you don't know I'm in yet. <laughs> because we're going to start with the first episode, and I'm going to um, explain how I even started traveling again in the COVIDs, what the process is like traveling internationally during the COVIDs, and of course, to reveal where that teaser photo was taken. So if you did take a guess, you guys, you guessed, my goodness, uh, Hawaii, Costa Rica, Panama, Mexico, um, even Vivian was like, you're somewhere in Latin America, <laughs> which is right. But you guys, you were guessing like central, south, and I'm like, down, 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 down. So I was like, further south, further south. <laughs> so, are you ready? Drum roll, please. I was in Paraguay. The capital city is Asuncion, and that was actually the jumping off point of the, the trip. And the reason that I started there is because it's actually a lot cheaper to fly, for example, to Paraguay, and then once you're there to kind of branch off, then to fly directly to, I don't know, like a Brazil or an Argentina. Um, so in the spirit of traveling on a budget, what is that? Balling on a budget, bougie on a budget, the trip started in Asuncion, which is the capital city of Paraguay. So I don't want to get too much into what happened after that, because that's for the other episodes. So let's start from the beginning, you guys. So if you know me personally, then you know that I have extreme COVID travel anxiety, right? I'm obsessed with masks and hand washing and gel and disinfectant and food delivery services and getting my groceries dropped off as well. Because anyway, I don't trust people. People are doing what they're supposed to be doing and the COVIDs are, you know, uh, rampant among us. So I really just kind of put myself in a bubble. In a bubble. So I am more shocked, I think, than anybody else that I have left <laughs> my happy little bubble. Um, but it was time. So how I came to that decision is um, I started just, you know, kind of going out a little bit in my town, right? So for at least a year and a half, I was straight up um, uh, in quarantine, a self-quarantine. <laughs> it was very extreme. And that, that, of course, has like some adverse effects. So I started like, you know, making friends in town and meeting up for coffee and just doing kinds of things safely socially distanced in a, I think in a safe manner, little by little, I'm going to call those baby steps. So my plan was to continue on the route of the baby steps, right? Until I was ready to take a road trip um, and then maybe uh, domestic travel. And then maybe down the road in some years, 
international travel again. If you talked to me six months ago, I would have been like, nope, I'm not going anywhere until 2022 at least. Um, but anyway, things changed and an opportunity came up. It presented itself to go on this like little uh, adventure journey. And I was like, you know what? Kimmy needs to start traveling again. <laughs> so yeah, um, the COVIDs aren't going anywhere. If it's not the COVID pandemic, it's going to be something else. So I realized a while ago that things are never going to be as they were before. So we have to look forward and manage our lives for the future as it is, right? So I can still take those personal precautions because, you know, people are people and they be doing what they want to do. Um, so I'm, you know, protecting myself and those around me the best that I can. Um, but it was time. It was time for a trip. It was time to kind of get out of Texas and spread my wings again. Now, it wasn't as easy as I'm saying, like, yeah, I just booked a ticket and I went. I legit, the day before the trip, had a panic attack. <laughs> severe. It was severe. I was just like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? Should I go? I need to cancel. <laughs> But I didn't. Somehow I managed to get myself on the plane um, with an N95 mask. I wiped everything down in any surface on the plane that I was going to be touching or leaning or even in the presence of got your best disinfectant wipe down. Um, and I didn't take the mask off. And my trip started from DFW, Miami, layover, Miami, Colombia. I was there for just a few days and then boom to, uh, to, to Asuncion, to Paraguay. Um, and the mask stayed on. They don't really have food service, but they were offering drinks. And I was like, I don't want anything. <laughs> I'm not taking my mask off. Um, and that really just, it may, it's for me to make me feel comfortable and to kind of lessen the, the possibility of a COVID transmission on a plane with so many people, because it's, it's based, it's impossible to social distance on a plane. You know, you're just, you're packed in there. Um, so the other part that I wanted to talk about were the restrictions. What is it like to travel during COVID? You guys, oh my gosh, it's so, I don't want to call it complicated, but it is kind of complicated. Um, and the reason that it's complicated is because the restrictions or the requirements are changing daily. So you really have to be on top of what is required, what is needed, what you have to do to get into whichever country that you're visiting. So like I said, I'm going to be over these next two months going to five different countries. So that's like five different sets of entry and exit requirements. Cause some folks want you to go through a process to leave their countries. Others don't. So some countries are stricter than others. And some are just like, come on in. We don't care. <laughs> so you really, really do have to be on top of it. So in my pre COVID travel life, I was totally one to just kind of like show up somewhere and be like, all right, what are we going to do? I don't have a place to stay, but that's okay. I'll figure it out. Um, no, ma'am. No, sir. That's not going to fly in the COVID times. You have to have everything in order. So for example, to get into Colombia, they have both an entry and an exit requirement. You have to go to their immigration website and download an app called Check MIG. That's Check M-I-G. That's short for Migración 
which is Spanish for immigration. So their process is that you fill out an online form and then you either print out or you can show it also on your mobile device that you have gone through that process. So to get into Colombia, the newest regulations as of November 2021 is that you do not need to quarantine, you do not need a negative COVID test, but in their process, you have to say like, I've been vaccinated, I don't have any symptoms, da-da-da-da-da-da. Okay. And if you are unvaccinated, there's also like a process that you have to go through. So y'all, if you're unvaccinated, honestly, if you're unvaccinated um, on purpose and there's not like a real legit medical reason, probably don't travel. If you are vaccinated, um, travel safely. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> disclaimer, done. <laughs> um, so to enter Colombia, you do have to go through that process. Um to, to let them know. And it's also just to like keep track of the people that are coming and going. So when I left Colombia, because really I was only there for a few days. So it was like a few days and then boom to Paraguay. And I, oops, my first travel oops is that I didn't realize that I had to do another check mig on the way out, right? So I was at the counter and he's like, do you have the check me? And I was like, oh, I did the one to come in. Do I need like another one? He's like, yeah. yeah. Okay. It wasn't a big deal. He's like, scan the QR code in less than five minutes. I'd filled out the form and, you know, they let me pass. But to get into Paraguay, they are requiring a PCR test. So this is um, another thing you have to be on top of. Some countries are accepting the rapid test, others need the PCR test. And then you have to also be co cognizant of the time limit. Is it 48 hours before? Is it 72 hours before? Um, another country needed proof of health insurance, a full like global health insurance. If you get the COVID, that's on you. It's not on us. Um, and again, a process. So even for Paraguay, we had to fill out a, a form to enter the country. So all of that is to say your COVID travel internationally is going to take more preparation, more consideration, um, more research than before the COVID times, but it's not impossible. Oh, I forgot. I also got a yellow fever vaccine. <laughs> I was just looking at my notes. I was like, there was something else I had to do. And I did that in Colombia. And do you know why? In the U.S., I called around and the cheapest I could find was like $350. Uh, your insurance will not cover that. Mine didn't anyway. Thanks, Blue Cross Blue Shield. And then also, it's kind of hard to find. Like, not everybody just has that readily available. Um, so, okay, pasa. I didn't do it in the U.S., but a friend told me, hey, in Colombia, don't worry. It's going to be really cheap or accessible or affordable or free. And if you do go to the public hospital, you can get that for free. But I just went to the Red Cross and I paid like $20, boom, yellow fever. And now I have this, this yellow fever vaccine card book, uh, which is not a new thing, which is also kind of weird that people are kind of freaking out about the COVID vaccine because sometimes you just, you need proof of a vaccine to enter into borders. So before that yellow fever vaccine was good for 10 years, but now it's good for the rest of your life. So for $20, not $350, I am vaccinated for the rest of my days against yellow fever. And not, again, not every country needs it, but 
for the ones that do ask, boom, yes, I have it. And I have been asked once along the trip. Um, so yeah, uh, I would suggest following the embassy of whichever country you're going to on social media. You can email them, you can call them because things are, are changing. You have to be quite flexible and adaptable. So when I went, of course, I checked if I needed visa or anything like that. So the requirement for Paraguay for Americans is that you could get the visa on arrival, but I found conflicting information online. So I did call them and I emailed them and they were really quick to respond. Thank you, Paraguayan embassy. <laughs> and the woman was actually like, you know what? Keep an eye on our social media because I suspect in the next week or so that requirement is going to change. We're like in the middle of a process where you won't even need a visa. So where I was looking to spend $160 for a visa on arrival for Paraguay, which I would only, I was only there for like three days. Um, and okay, that's pretty extensive for a visa. When I got there, oh, yes, she was right. That requirement had been lifted. I did not need a visa on arrival. So U.S. citizens, if you're going to Paraguay, uh, okay, as of November of 2021, you do not <laughs> need a visa to enter Paraguay as a tourist for up to 90 days. So that was a beautiful surprise. And also if you before that had changed, it, it, would, it only could have been cash. So just FYI. But anyway, this is what I'm telling you as of today. But if you're going, before you go, whenever you decide to go, wherever you're going, check, double check, triple check, entry and exit requirements. So I feel like I'm doing this for you, like making a couple of mistakes along the way so you don't have to. But more or less, the process has been... Um, as I expected, <laughs> a little stressful, especially with the crossing of so many borders. So anyway, now that you know how I decided to go, what that flight process was like, and let's talk a little bit about Ascension. Um, yeah, so I would say it is the quietest capital city I've ever visited. Why? There's just, there was, there's no people. <laughs> For a capital city, it was so quiet, like walking downtown, there's no like street vendors or musicians or performers or even like crowds. And especially because I just left Cali, Colombia, if you've ever been to Centro, you know, like that movement, it's just like bustling. That's the word I could use. It's a bustling city center. And then to compare that to Asuncion, it was like, is there a holiday today? Like, <laughs> where is everybody? Um, but it's a beautiful old town. They've got great architecture. Um, I was lucky enough to find a walking tour by a local tour guide. So I got like a bit of the history behind the town as well, which is, you know, complicated, I guess you can say. Yes, it's a complicated uh, history with dictators and power and money and greed and, you know, all the things that you would expect from a government. Okay, okay. Um, so it is um, a really affordable country to travel to. So if you have dollars or even if you have Colombian pesos, your money is going to go oh so far. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I would go back to Paraguay just to like eat in like the best restaurants and the, like, you know, pay a really, <laughs> I don't call it cheap, but it was really cheap. I had this fabulous meal with like steak and 
cocktails and starters. It was like $15 US. Wow. And this beautiful, beautiful restaurant. So another tip, if you're traveling, you know, during the COVIDs and you want to be a bit conscious of your money, especially because I'm going to be gone for so long. Um, yeah, go to countries where your money is going to stretch far, 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 far. Um, yeah, so I was there for three days. Honestly, you could probably do it in two days if you're going to be like in the city center. Of course, there are things to see, you know, outside of town, take a day trip, go to the next village. If Paraguay is really something that you're very interested in. But for me, it was just kind of like the hub, the starting point of the rest of the travels. So this is wrapping up episode one of Kimmy on the Road again. Do stay tuned. Keep an eye on the socials because I'm going to be dropping little hints and letting you guys guess where I've gone next. So thank you so much for tuning in to Kimmy Otra. And I can't wait for you to uh, see where I have been. All right, you guys, thank you so much. And remember, enjoy the journey. Thanks for listening to the Kimmy Travels podcast. We have a listener survey available on the site right now. So if you love me, let me know. And if you have any feedback or suggestions, okay, you can also let me know. As always, you can catch the podcast on all the platforms. Don't forget to like, share, and rate. Uh, Five stars is best. (laughs) All right, everybody. Until the next time, remember, enjoy the journey.